Pickaxe. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good day, good morning, welcome, good afternoon. Hi. Wherever you are. Yo. To, Hi. The, tri- to the Triforce podcast. Yeah. Oh, we're back. Welcome back. Sips, Sips, how are you? Oh, I just farted, sorry. Did you hear that? No. no I wonder okay. if the mic would have picked that up. It was huge. God. <laughs> I actually had trouble sleeping last night. I was like so full of gas. Uh, you know, like, you know when you uncomfortably roll over and you can feel like a trapped fart and you're like, man, I really need to fart, but I'm so tired. I'm just going back to bed sort of thing. And then... <laughs> You leave it and leave it and leave it because you're you're sleeping. Wake up in the morning and it's just like this tremendous pressure for you to really let one go. So I usually wait for my kids to come into the room and then that's <laughs> oh. that's my greeting. What, like, what did you have for dinner then with all this gas? Um, what did I have for dinner? I had a light dinner yesterday. I just had a bowl of cereal. It was just like it was a late one, you know. Like everybody had already eaten and stuff, so I was just like, oh, whatever. I'll just have some cereal. I guess that's it. Maybe that's I maybe wonder, that's the problem. Maybe I didn't eat what? enough. It might have been that, but also I find that um, I, I'm sort of getting lactose intolerant now. Like I can't eat a huge amount of cheese or or milk, or I get really bad farts and bad poops. Right. Um. So I can have I have tea in my milk. I don't I don't eat cereal. Um. And I don't have porridge or anything like that. Right. So I, I don't really have much milk, but if I eat like a really ripe brie or something, that's it. I'm 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 off to the races. It's no good. My, so I wonder if, as we get older, I know we we have spoken about this before. Um, the I uh, think at this point it's safe thing. to say we've spoken about everything. There's not it's one true. topic that we haven't covered. On well, this. I've got one for We're you. Old. Interestingly, we've covered them all. I, ha- I actually have three things. Oh, the indigestion. Oh, can I just mention, by the way, before we start off on that uh, on that topic, Sibs? Some I was listening to that Adam Buxton podcast. Okay? Yeah, um, big fan of Adam Buxton. Always have. Yes. Show. And I follow, I always listen to the Adam and Joe because he's friends with Louis Theroux as well. Yes. So he's yeah. There's some nice crossovers with uh, Louis Theroux. Yeah. It's really good. And I listened to the Louis Theroux Grounded podcast while lockdown was on and it was all right. Yeah. I think they're all pretty, that some of the guests he has are pretty uninteresting, but he's pretty interesting. And, yeah. The, the um, one with Chris O'Dowd is very good. Um, and there was a yeah, no- there was a Malcolm Gladwell one that was amazing. The, as well, the John Ronson uh, one the, I also Adam, recommend. Adam John Buxton. Ronson. Oh, sorry, yeah, grounded. So anyway, there was some good grounded, some good yeah. Adam Buxton. But he did. He had Adam and Joe on at Christmas. I hadn't listened to this episode, and Joe he just left in this fart that. Joe yes, did in the that's right. It was like podcast, a really right? sort of wet, gross fart. Wasn't it was like it? a burr. Yeah. And he had so many people who were like upset. They were like, I had to turn the podcast off. I was yeah. like retching, and I. I I must just be a. They, these people must never fart because I think some people never fart. I am like a, a fart like machine, m- like expert machine. Yeah, I, I've I fart all the time. Like I, I think it's because I've had long problems with like food intolerances. I'm just a fragile fairy right. um, weakling. And I've and as a result, I've always had like just I'm such a special mummy, special boy, you know, sitting on the edge of the swimming pool because I've got an ear infection, <laughs> all this stuff, right? Um, throughout you, my you whole did, life. And so you did mean fairy as like the fey creature that yes, lives in yes. the forest. Well, I'm always, but at the same time, I'm always, I've always been a skinny kind of like elven nerdy I would kind not, of. I would not sort of have you down as elven, but um, <laughs> I think, feel like you're bigging yourself up a little bit more than you should be here. I, it's fine. I think of him I, more as the goblins that work in Saruman's pit <laughs> making the Urukai. <laughs> That's very kind of you. I'll take that. Uh, 
I, that's, that sounds nice. I, well, actually, so so I, but just to say, I always find farts, and I've kind of I've had this psychology and mentality that farts are always funny, right? Like, and it's it's always because it's, it's a natural bodily process, and you can't help it. I find and they farts come hilarious. out of, like the yeah. weird. And they it can ruin a moment if you're not careful. Like, and so you just have to find it funny, not 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 like. Well, vomit-inducing. But I think it's a decision you can make too sometimes, right? Like, Sure. Sure, I think a certain really wet, sloppy fart is a bit like, oh, God. Well, you know, but, but I, I, think, think, I didn't think Joe's one was that bad to warrant this sort of audience no. backlash and this big apology that seemed to come after it. I think where like, I win is that my, my farts generally, I mean, I'm not saying all the time because there's some, some, some slip through the net, but... For the most part, my farts are not wet and sloppy farts. They're like clown horn farts, you know? They just yeah. like, they sound like a duck or something, you know? Or a they're, little, just, yeah. they're very clean. Or a, little tr- a little bugle. They have a very sort of funny yeah. trumpet sound to them. And uh. everybody loves them. You know, I'm known I'm known in certain circles for being that funny <laughs> farting guy. You know, I turn up and here I go. It's like breakout. Like it's like I'm like fucking Louis Armstrong when I start farting. It's just like, you know, I'm playing the Playing the fucking trumpet there. You know, I kind of hope this week we wouldn't just talk about farts. I I don't know why I had such high hopes. I've been at Sips' house, right? And I think he has either let one rip or I've let one rip. And everyone has just, like... Yeah. I don't know. It's like it's a good time. I have a problem. I just... When something happens, I just talk about it. And I farted, and that that was enough to get me on the subject. And now we're never getting off of it. Yeah, it's been 15 minutes of fart talk already. I'm just... (laughs) Sorry. I, you know, I thought we were better than this, lads. I, no. I had hoped we're, we were not, better. We're really not. <laughs> it's we understand. <laughs> this is we the, found our we found our fertile middle ground. Yeah, this Shocking. Is, yeah, this is it. All this right, is our so bread and butter. Let me tell you, facts. we were saying we don't talk about new stuff. I, I have three things that that I found out this week or that occurred to me this week, and actually a fourth if we want to go into it. And I'm just going to. Why me? It's just a start for a conversation. So is this right? is this because you're on your own this week? No, Mrs. F is working from home. Right. Um, and uh, as she has been since the start of lockdown. Um, and I, But the she, kids are away. The kids are away. They're at my mum's uh, for two weeks. Mm. Um, Holy crap. Yeah, it's great. And we're, we're just, uh, there, there's no washing you've up. You've got time there's, to there's think. There's loads you've of time. Got, like, two weeks. You've got like, yeah, you've got, like wonderful air and just the space around you and your mind is expanding into this space. Jesus yeah. Christ. And we're having, we're having stuff for dinner that they never eat. Just simple stuff, like a stir fry. Right. We haven't had a stir fry in years because neither of them will eat a stir fry. Had a right. stir fry. It's like, this is amazing. You know, like they, they don't necessarily like. Uh, what kind of sauce did you have on it? I can't remember what kind of sauce it was. It wasn't Ooh. like a satay sauce. Mrs. F chose it. It was nice. It was kind of light. It was it was uh, it was very very nice. Um, on the the first day, the Monday that they'd gone, we got Thai food in. They don't really like Thai food, so yeah, it was <laughs> just on like holiday. <laughs> literally on holiday. We went to Costco. We just bought loads of prosecco and stuff. It was like let's just have a really relaxing two weeks, and it, it's it's been very nice so far. Fuck and one me. of the things that I was reading about, do you remember? You probably won't. A man called David Kang. Name won't ring a bell. This was in Australia in 1994. Kang! Kang! Fired, <laughs> fired two shots from a starting pistol at Prince Charles on a visit Whoa. to Australia. I don't he, remember wow. hearing about he, this. He, he fired a shot at him from a crowd, then he ran up onto the stage where Prince Charles was talking, fired another shot, and then was bundled on by security forces. So it was a starting pistol. He was doing it to protest the treatment of Cambodians in Australia at the time. Right. And he was sentenced uh, to... Um, I think he went to prison uh, for some various things. But anyway, he, he got out he, with three, 500 hours of community service and stuff like that, which kind of surprised me. Right. He's now a barrister practicing law in Australia, perfectly stand-up regular guy. And he was like, it was very depressed. It was a long time ago and everything like that. But isn't that interesting to think that a guy who shot at the Prince of Wales... With a starting pistol, fair enough, but it could have been a gun. He a he might have been shot dead by security forces on the spot if he was unluckier. Yeah. But second of all, that now he's like a respected barrister. I just thought oh, that was such a strange can, turnaround. People can people can change and people can get, can get they? better. I I'm you know? not sure I agree with that honestly. I think um I think you think he was scum and now he's a barrister scum. Yeah. He just took on a scummy I career. Think his, I think so there's not changed. There's clearly something in him that will cause him to do very irrational things and i think that that will stay with him for his whole life i think 
I think people um, that you see day to day, um, people in the media, people in power and stuff like that are mental and they are able to hide it well. But deep down, they're crazy and should not be forgiven in most cases mm. for the wow. shit that they do. Yeah. That's uh, Sips's case for criminal reform there. Hang well, I think maybe in some cases, like, I, but I think that that I think that you that shows be crazy to become a politician for sure. Well, you do, yeah. but I think to to do something like that shows that you have to be a bit crazy, crazier than somebody who like shoplifts, for example. But it or was it was jaywalks. for a good cause, though. Do you know what I mean? It was he was doing it because he thought that the East Cambodian sure was a protest. I right? can appreciate like, that, but there's different ways stunt. of going about things. Well, what, what, what would you suggest the, he, he might have done? Not that. For, okay. Uh, well, for what a starter. if? Because he he had anything that a, wouldn't land you in jail. He wrote uh, a bunch of letters. Another one he, would be he, good. He protested previously. I'm not condoning what he did, but the fact is, I don't think Prince Charles is in any danger because it is a starting pistol. Like it's not going to kill him, and right. I, I don't think it's even unless you put it up against his eye. I, I mean, don't it think sounds it's like you're defending him. it a little bit, but no, I'm just saying <laughs> this is, there, this there, is are, there are definitely there are definitely worse crimes. It sure. wasn't just a prank. He was trying to draw attention to the plight of something, and it was okay. a form of protest. Now, I, I condemn what he did. He absolutely deserved to be punished for it. I don't necessarily think locking him up for 20 years would have done anything. And if you look at it, he has now turned his life around. Um, he may be an sure. exception. You might be able to say, oh, he, he's still crazy. But uh, I don't know. I think we, if we don't take into account people's mental state at the time that things happen, what we're saying is... The people are born, they're the same until they die, and anything that they do along the way, regardless of circumstances, is on them. I don't think people, I don't think a lot of people go through their life uh, with the intent on uh, growing and changing and developing and stuff. I think some people do, for sure. Um, so, uh, yeah, some people reach enlightenment, yeah. but the vast majority of people do not. I you think have a very dim view of humanity. I do, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think they, no, I think I think I think a lot of people don't intend to change, but I think they do change. Sure. I think people change dramatically, even in a five-year. changes you more than your intent. Yeah, you know, like you don't set out to be like. I, I don't think I don't think people have the capability in the, in most cases to realize the gravity of some of the things that they do, and then and then put in work to make changes. Some people do, yeah. But I'm very cynical when uh, that that everybody can do that or has the capacity to do that because I think we've proven time and time and time again that that is not the case because there are. I don't know a if we of, have yeah. proven that that's not the case. I think we've proven that there are definitely people out there who are who are crazy yeah. and deserve to be locked up and oh, are just straight oh, up yeah. dangerous. There's no doubt about that. But I think that we have definitely not proven that people can't change or that the vast majority can't change because. We just haven't been attempting to, like we've just been locking that's, people up for a that's long what time. What I'm saying, it's not it. It's not something I think that, that if, if, happens. If we had, if we knew that, you know, like a hundred years before this happened, right? There was another Australian who shot at another prince. He they um, hanged him. They hanged that guy. Yeah, and they hanged him, right? And obviously, he actually shot him with a real gun. Yeah. and wounded him. And it, and it was the Prince 1868, Alfred. so a different time. Uh, he was the second son of Queen Victoria. It was a different time, yeah. And so, yeah, like, obviously in those days, they didn't think that these... Obviously, that was a very different crime. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean it wasn't a political protest. The fact is that, you know, it, well, it was a political protest. It wasn't... It wasn't um, wasn't, it wasn't even a political protest, I guess. It was just an assassination. But uh, it... it if you you could imagine someone getting into a situation where they've they've done humanitarian work, they've worked, they've seen the plight of these Cambodians, and they're like, "Well, look, something has to be done. I've done all I can. I'm very frustrated. I'm going to have to make a sh make do something extreme because you know my life is worth less than these people. And if I, even if I'm put in prison, you know, at least it will draw attention to these people, and they'll get some help. You know, and so you can see why people would take this relatively." sounds like actually a selfless action when you frame it like that. It sounds like something that they did, a very brave, heroic action, yeah. right? That you shouldn't be sentenced to jail for or hanged for, you know, or even, you know, be judged to be crazy for, you know, especially when you, when you look at it like that, when these people could very easily have been part of a group that believe that what they're doing is right 
and all their reasons are justified. Sure, yeah. And that they, you know, that that is sure you can look back at it through you know 20 years and say well okay i was a different person then this is how i got to that situation would i do it again probably not you know what were the reasons i did it valid probably you know it's it's an interesting thing that happened but it's, yeah. it's it happens again and again all the time every day with people make t- doing actions that seem crazy but actually are in their mind sure. relatively justified sure but the uh, the impact that has on another person doing something like that is that that's what i'm saying like i i think you know whatever whatever time he did for for what he did was i i'm sure fine i think you know whatever if he's if he's reformed himself or changed and he's doing well now good for him like i'm not saying like condemn him to death or anything i'm just saying it's i skeptically it's very rare that people change um and i think that i think that whatever drove him to do that is probably still in there somewhere and uh he would probably do something stupid like Maybe. that again potentially mm. that's what i'm saying yeah okay. i i i would food, food i would for thought food for thought for the I would listeners. avoid him personally. Okay. <laughs> so if you've ever got into legal trouble you're not going to no, get him as your barrister. No, Is that what you're saying? I will pick someone else yeah. I think. Yeah. All just right. just right. just okay. to be safe, you know. Top topic number 2. That was a good talking point. Th- yeah, thank you. Oh, that got us that got the blood it going. Did, Holy right? shit, Flags. man. We we almost fell I out. I almost <laughs> went into a rage there. Holy crap. Someone almost <laughs> shot someone with a God. starting pistol. All right. Uh, topic number 2, complete change of subject. Uh, I watched because we were just bored and wanted something to watch. I watched the film Skyscraper, a 2018 right. film. Have you have you heard of this film? Nope. It's Ooh, got no, I haven't. It's got Dwayne the Rock Johnson in. Oh, okay. Maybe I have heard and of him. He's like one of the biggest actors now, right? Dude, like, like he makes a ton of money from it's insane. acting. Yeah. It's insane. Literally and um, as a as a box office hit. Yeah, yeah. he's huge. He's he huge, is huge now. Yeah. So. I, I don't know why. I, I like him. He seems a likable guy. He certainly got charisma on screen. He does. I love him. He, he did coin like, the term jabroni, really, when you think about but it. But he's also he can also because he's huge. He, he's sort of like Arnie for the the twenty twenties of the, the the this era. Everybody loves him. Yeah. He just seems to be a lovable guy. He's fucking huge. Yeah. And he can he can kind of do the clowny stuff. Although I think he's a better actor than Arnie was, to be quite honest with you, by by quite a chalk. He's very good in Jumanji, for example, which my kids love, the Jumanji yeah. movies, right? They love them. So this movie is a fucking piece of garbage, though, all right? Okay. <laughs> I mean, Ar- Arnie had a couple of stinkers, too, oh, yeah. let's be real here. Like, However. He, for all of his good movies, there are about five stinkers, like, hidden under the under oh, the floorboards please. there. Jingle yeah. all it's the very, way. Forget about it's it. It's very difficult for you to, when you're an actor, I'm sure, to really know whether a movie's going to stink it up that bad or whether it's just going to be... You know, your agent's like, well, you're not doing anything for the next six months. This movie's okay. Yeah, I mean, it's, like, know, it's like brand deals go. for us, right? When we, do, good money. when we do sponsored things or brand deals and stuff, some are great and some are just kind of not great. But you don't know until you do them, right? I right. guess it's the same exactly. with movies. It's about doing think, the work. Oh, you know what? This might turn out okay. And then, you, just, you know, it yeah, just you do the turns work. into so, a massive steaming pile of garbage. This was vaguely a remake of Die Hard. Okay, oh. which first of all, I have I, a, mean, I have an issue with that. Yeah, oh. it's di- directed by a guy called, and this is a name, Rawson Marshall Thurber, which is a heck of a name. Yeah, no That's idea who this American. guy is. That's such an American name. He's from California. So his his other films include Dodgeball, a true underdog story. He directed and wrote that. That was right. Rawson Marshall not, Thurber. Not too bad, yeah. right? Then a movie called Mysteries of Pittsburgh, which I've never heard of. No. That then we're the Millers. Never heard of. Okay. Then he did Central Intelligence with The Rock, Skyscraper with The Rock, and now he's doing Red Notice with The Rock. Both, all, all, all three of those big budget action movies, which is weird given that Dodgeball was the first film he made, but whatever. So Skyscraper was a joint production with um, Universal Pictures and Legendary Pictures, okay? So Legendary Pictures is that big Chinese production company, like Tencent, they make a shitload of movies. Right. This this is what these these... Uh, American filmmakers are doing, uh, they'll inject and insert Chinese characters and Chinese actors and Chinese settings into these films just to try to appeal to that vast market. So there's no reason for Skyscraper to be set in China. There's, there's really none. It's just, you know, why not? We'll set it somewhere. How about China? We'll have a bunch of uh, of Cantonese-speaking people in the film. And so it's got 
it's partially subtitled because they're speaking Cantonese, but it's got all these little things in it that you know. You just know they've put in there to appeal to the Chinese market because they want their money desperately. Like they desperately want to break into the Chinese market because it's so huge. So for example, if you watch the film The Martian. With Matt Damon. With Matt Damon. I like, is that the one where he uses his poop to grow plants on Mars? Exactly the one. I that's, love that's that exactly. one. I right. thought that was a great one. <laughs> it was fun, right? Yeah. Now if you watch, there is a scene in that where their rocket blows up. The resupply rocket they're going to send to Mars blows up. And they're like, well, we haven't got a rocket now. And then it cuts to China, and we have these characters uh, talking about how, oh, the Americans are going to need a rocket. It's a good thing we've got one standing by. If only our governments could get to get together and work it out, then uh, we might be able to make this happen. And one of them goes, well, luckily we're scientists, so we don't have to worry about that. So the, they, the Chinese gracefully and graciously lend their rocket to the Americans. They're like, use this, our, our noble American friends. And I was like, this would never fucking happen in a million years. Don't bullshit us. Don't insert Chinese characters in just because part of the money came from China. They want to try and get some, some Chinese audiences to come watch the movie. So apparently it works. Budget for Skyscraper, which was abysmal, $130 million took Whoa. 300 million at the box office, right? Despite the fact that most people have probably never fucking heard of it. Man. I guarantee you a ton of that money came from China. I okay. think it's, it's so cynical. million in two weeks okay, was so China. I have a question for people yeah. who invest in movies. What are you doing? 130 million? We could have dudes in Alaska off the ground already with that kind of money. Come on. It yeah, could be. But it, I know. So is Dude Sim Alaska going to make 300 million at the box office? Is my Easy. question. Easy. Easy. <laughs> oh, there is a there is an appetite for Dude Sim Alaska out there. Let me tell you. I've seen dozens of people saying that they would play this game. And that's oh, yeah. like in my small corner of the world. I just thought it was it was so strange that this uh, this film is is awful. There's no plot for quite a lot of it. Well, here's the thing. It's not though. It's it's vanilla ice cream. It's the same movie that's been made it's Die Hard it's the same movie that was made before and then before Die Hard it was another movie and before that it was another movie that was generic how do you like, guys feel about that do you plain. feel that they should redo these for for the new generation or do you think well, that the new generation should watch the originals cause... look how much money this made it works it's 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 sort of a it's relatively inoffensive got big name actors they've been inclusive and had china it's just a generic plot where everyone can get on with do you think that it's that's like going to be christmas cracker jokes you think when it's, like zoomers become older like in their 30s or whatever they're going to look back and they'll be like oh fuck i love skyscraper man you remember that remember every christmas they used to put skyscraper on <laughs> and we used to watch it oh fuck that is the best action flick i can think of and then we're all no, sitting I here don't. thinking like what the fuck like we, I, I actually we don't. grew up with like fucking die hard and like lethal weapon and shit like that right you know and it's just but I, I don't think they will because the the the, the thing with Die Hard is it had people still talk about Die Hard now it's, a, like, it's amazing everybody yeah, knows it's amazing it, right? yeah because it's a very good movie that's yeah. when it takes us down the test of time it's not that it's like there are some films that we're nostalgic about and shows that we're nostalgic about they're obviously crap there were also things that just just were good and they they, they stand the test of time there are plenty of movies from my parents' era that I still watch and think, yes, this is still good. And there were a lot of awful shit ones as yeah, well. Yeah, some, some are No one's going to sure. look at this in 30 years' time and be like, oh, man, let's put Skyscraper on again. I love that movie. Because there's nothing to it. There's no, there's no standout lines or they moments. They might be in China, They though. didn't have a yippee Mr. Falcon or anything like nothing, that? Nothing, nothing. Oh, yippee Mr. Falcon. Trying to, trying to censor myself a little bit. I don't want to swear too much. So. <laughs> it, no, it was an well. homage to Die Hard if, you, if you'd only heard about the plot of Die Hard and hadn't actually watched it. That's the best way well, I, I can put it. I think that we bring, we're bringing up new generations of people who... It's, it's, it's been long enough with, with Star Wars 2 and with Die Hard that the generation has, has moved on and the new, next generation has come through and don't want to watch black and white movies. They don't want to watch movies from the 90s. And they don't want to watch the old Star Wars. They don't want to watch the old Die Hard. They want to watch the new one. I feel like they, they watch, should And they want to see it in a modern ones, day. The, the old ones are good. Honestly, I think you're being still, unfair to young they still people. Stand up. I, I, maybe I am being unfair. But but I, I don't know. Like I always... I, I remember like an old sci-fi idea that... Once we've made enough really good movies yeah. and enough really good TV shows and enough really good books, you could put someone on like a trip, like a like a like a, a spaceship to a different galaxy, and for their whole life they'd never be bored. You know, they, there's always 
a good movie for them to watch every day or something good. They're, they're, there's, it, we've made enough content. You need right? more than that. It's like of a certain standard. Right. As humans, you'd get bored. We don't you'd go need crazy. it to be any better. Right? Well, yeah, I mean, it's just an idea. I don't think we, we're realistically, yes, human beings are not meant to watch telly for a hundred years yeah you need to you yeah. need to touch the earth and you need to also interact with uh, other humans yeah, as well. but, yeah. But exactly but i mean uh, the hopefully idea in a reasonable that, like, way and not uh with a prank gun <laughs> um, but there's, there's this idea that we'd eventually have i guess there's so much stuff that's everything we have though is built on previous stuff and also often copies or similar or borrows things from other things that were good or tries to be successful by ripping off if not ripping off borrowing stuff it's like well you know this video game is a little bit of assassin's creed and a bit of prison architect and a little bit of this and a little bit of that and you know you can and movies are the same we know even this this movie is clearly you know we're saying it's it's a cliched version right, of die right, hard right. fair enough like but like i i what well, I, I feel like there's only so many things you can do and still be appealing to that sort of family values. Excuse but also me for a second here, bitch. I don't um, know. What? <laughs> are you having a dig at Dude Sim Alaska? Because the whole idea behind Dude Sim Alaska is to take a bunch of ideas and combine them into one big idea, which I thought was a great idea. I think you're being a little delicate and sensitive about your baby. Um, right. I don't think Lewis was hinting at that at all. Okay, good. Well, no, well no, but is that is what you are you try to say? You're cherry picking the best ideas because a lot of people think they're doing. Some that, of the most successful but... games uh, are that. Wow, is that basically right? It's just wow is 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 just a game of other games, um, but polished up and. I think that's the nature better. of a lot of entertainment. Is it? It yeah. feels like we we started off at the at the birth of video games with a very rough rock that was still fun, and we're gradually chipping off. It's keeping aspects of the rock that we like. Yeah. And I'm not, I, I suppose I'm thinking of rocks because I'm looking at a picture of Dwayne The Rock Johnson on hey, my screen. Uh, speaking of The Rock, I, uh, I, listen, I'm sorry to take us off topic, but I have made a discovery uh, this week. And mm. my discovery is that the world that we live on is beautiful. And if you're too lazy to leave your house to experience it, get the new flight simulator because holy crap, it looks great. Uh, you can see some sights you've never seen before. I flew over Alcatraz yesterday, okay? And then I did a stunt fly underneath the Golden Gate Bridge, which had a invisible wall under it, which caused my propeller to stop working, and I crashed. But it, I had a really good time. <laughs> I saw the clip as well. That was I, right good. over the rock, yeah. We were we were doing a I've got a, a, I've got a challenge I for also you. saw Sips, uh, not Sips, uh, P-Flex crashed into the shard. Yep. Yes, uh, I saw that as well. Like a really terrible act of terrorism. Yes, that was. <laughs> I, I couldn't fly the plane anymore. I was, was growing bored. Else. He only got 500 hours of community service for that one. because Amazing. He was, he was trying to make a point. You've been a pilot what. for about two hours. And you're like, I couldn't be asked to fly this plane anymore. I had grown. Board. <laughs> I, I did manage to take off. Here's a challenge for you, Sips. On the runway at the Southampton Airport that you can take off from, right. try and get a 747 off the ground on that airport. It took me about half an hour. I was able to do it. It is right. possible. Okay. It's a very short runway. Yes. You might clip a few things on the on the takeoff, but it is possible. Okay. Give it give it a go. Okay, I'll try. I, I flew along good. Bournemouth Beach. I didn't I didn't know the South Coast as well as I thought I did, because I was like, oh, is this Bournemouth? And everyone was like, no, I think that's Christchurch. And then I was like, where the hell are we? I was looking for the pier, Bournemouth Pier, Boscombe Pier. They're not on the map. Like, they're just not there. And for some reason, at that exact point, the the Google Map satellite view, is there's a huge line running along the south coast. It obviously is like they it took the, happens, the satellite view yeah. At, yeah, at one point and then at another. And the fields, half a field is grown, half a field is, is obviously... Uh, fallow and I was like oh man and I got kind of lost and none of the buildings look anything like what they should look like so no. I was completely well, okay, flummoxed. So, so the thing with Microsoft Flight Simulator, the new one is that it uses the this clever um, technology to read through all of all of its, it's like an map data satellite map data right Yeah, and, and then the AI basically renders out what it thinks um, everything should look like. Yeah. But obviously it doesn't get it 100% right. So what they then have to do sometimes is they have to go back through parts of the map. They almost have to like uh, cordon off a part of the map to say, 
don't update this because right. we need to add some custom assets in, right? So like if you go to Rome, if you go to like Tokyo, there's some really big cities where you can tell they've added so like custom buildings in because the AI would just render them as like a 1990s office block right, from right. Slough. Like Buckingham which, Palace. Which happened to Buckingham Palace, yeah. So I think that I think their team just need to sort of um, get around to some of these places because some of them okay. just aren't done. Because that was the other reason I crashed into the Shard. Yeah. I'm flying along. The London Eye doesn't exist. Yeah. It's, it's a patch of white on the, on the ground. And I yeah. thought, well, at least we'll see St. Paul's. St. Paul's was completely flat. There was nothing. Well, yeah, they just haven't done London. For so some at that reason. point, yeah, so, so I thought... So Buckingham Palace is like a block of flats. London yeah. happens yeah. to be one of the most important cities throughout history, one of the oldest. You can say what you like about London. We're here to stay. We, are in, we matter. London matters. I don't know if you're supposed to fly over it, though. Fuck uh, yeah. You... you... <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. New York City looks great. They've done a really yeah, good congrats. job Yeah, congrats. They fucking, yeah, let's look after New um, York City. What about London, motherfuckers? Well, they didn't do London, but um, they did add a whole bunch of uh, points of interest in the state of Florida for places like, um, you know, some town with like 500 people in it and stuff like that. Yeah, it pisses um, me off. Well, I mean, it's just, I think it's just unfortunate that they probably had an idea of the kind of things they wanted to get ready for launch, but obviously not everything is done. And I'm sure that they're going to be updating it or whatever. I don't work for Microsoft or anything, by the way. I'm not like, I'm just well, saying. Well, the people who do it's, it's a great game so far. to 500 hours of community service. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So there, there, are, there are parts of the game that feel like, I went to Norway yesterday, which is beautiful. Um, in the game no and way probably is in real life too. It is, it is beautiful. But there's like some major height mapping issues where there's like these like fucking, it almost looks like these like little volcanoes coming with like the texture bleeding off the side and stuff. I think wow. they just got to go through and fix some of that stuff. Yeah, but it's yeah. not too good. It's not too bad, I mean. But uh, but holy That's crap, really what a game. It is fucking nuts. It's, it, it's, it, it's just like, I'm not too interested in the in the actual flight sim part, you know, like... I, I just have it on like assisted. I, I, I like flying around, but I don't I don't wanna like get, you know, nerdy with like the controls and having to flick every switch and stuff like that. I just wanna take off, fly around, use the drone and look around. Like I, I basic I, I treat it like a like a like a more interactive Google Earth or something like that. You know what I mean? That is interesting. Cause I had a comment in my chat yesterday that said that you had called me a big noob when it came to flying. Yeah, I'm. I'm not using assist, motherfucker. I'm flying that thing. I'm raw dogging that shit. Good for you, man. I'm doing the. I'm doing I the don't, trim. You know what? I didn't even say that. So you you need to check your sources. Like it, My, I, you I can't just believe everything that chat says I don't. to you. It's true. It's true. I, don't. I never said that because I got bigger fish to fry, Flax. Fucking right? right. That's what I thought. I thought you're not going to be like. What do you care about? How I don't I'm punch down, Flax. <laughs> don't I don't punch down. down. I punch up. Right, fuck you. How about right. this? Fuck you. Okay. Stay in your fucking garage, you <laughs> farting bastard. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I've been to fucking Jesus. Norway. I've seen it with my own eyes. You're flying over it on a flight-assisted flight sim. I'm it went to pandemic. Well, I can't travel right now. This is the best I can do, okay? Jeez. Listen up, I right? did want to fly. Can you fly over Everest? I did want to do that. Um, but I thought, I, think so. I don't want to get Ooh. there. I don't want to get there, and they haven't fucking okay, map Okay, so it. the popular places that everybody wants you to fly to, if you play this game, if you stream Japan this game seems to, to an, be a big one, an audience. No, no, the, this is the top three, okay? Okay. Number one, North Korea. Everybody is obsessed with it for some reason. <laughs> uh, but apparently okay. it's super underwhelming. It's just like it's just like uh, sparse and there's just not much yeah. there or whatever. Okay. Number two, Area 51. Everybody right. wants to fly around Area 51 for some reason. Um, and then number three, tied at number three is fly over Mount Everest, but also Chernobyl, which I did yesterday. That was kind of cool, actually. Did you see it? Yeah, but it's not. Um, it's 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 got the same sort of issues that London has in that um, you can't see the big shield that they've built. Right. Um, it's it's just got like I think some of the satellite data is older. Um, yeah. Pripyat looks cool. It's actually the AI rendering. It does look like abandoned and overgrown and stuff, which is pretty neat. Um, but the actual like site of the power plant is not is not updated. So here's my concern: is that they're gonna go through and texture all this shit, but they're gonna charge you another fucking fifty quid or whatever. Well, to get the textures. I'm not, for I'm not sure though. I think they they charge you for new planes and like skins for planes and shit like that. That's part of the DLC um, that the old flight sim had. 
Locations and stuff, I'm not sure. I think you can get, I think there are asset packs that are community created as well that you can get. That would be nice. Because um, I, I would I would actually quite enjoy flying over it if I was like, yes, this is actually what it looks like. I realize yeah. that's a lot of work. No, no, but there but are. They, they don't, yeah, they don't bring out a flight sim every year. So of this course. is going to be here for years. This is going to be around for a yeah, decade at update. least. Like okay. it, the technology is insane. Like the, it, it is very pretty. It is, yeah. And the fact that you can just on the fly change the time of day, add clouds, add weather and shit like that is like, oh my god. What I want is what I want to have is scenarios like the 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 you know when you had to land on the Hudson, like yes. shit like that. Well, I, I, think, I want that kind of scenario. Again, I think that kind of stuff will probably be dlc you know like like scripted sort of stuff like challenges and shit like that i'm 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 guessing yeah. that that'll come bundled in packs of dlc did, did you get with... in trouble with the air traffic control because i i didn't realize that when they give you a message you have to go yep yeah, received that so they were like they tell me something like all right you're clear of the airspace i flew oh, right I just, back um... i took off the heathrow and flew right back over the runway and they were straight on the radio please don't do that and i was yeah. like okay and then That's they were like illegal, uh, yeah. clear the airspace and everything and they were like, all right, you're clear from the air traffic control tower. We're handing off now. And they're like, a minute part. Did you get that? I was like, oh, sorry, yeah. Sorry, yeah. This is uh, Cactus37842. Uh, yeah, received. Yeah, you go in the AI settings and you can get the AI to just take over comms and stuff. And well, they they're just... going to bring out multiplier. So you can do it with a friend as a co-pilot. And I, me and oh, Mark are going to okay. do that. That's going to be fucking hilarious. I'm that's interesting. Yeah, that's pretty good. All cool. right, that so here, here's another topic to talk about for you. Right. Sorry. Hang on, before we go. I'd love to know if anyone in, in the audience has the answer to this because it's something that's always interested me. Like, I love Google Maps and I, I, I sometimes find myself just like looking around yeah, or satellite I imagery. Do that too. You just find yourself Googling. You're just, you're, just, you're just Googling away sometimes. Before you know it, you're like, I wonder where that is. And then you go there and you're like, oh, there's a little town called Honeydew or whatever in California. And you look in there and you zoom in and you see some people's farms and stuff or. Or you, I don't know, you look at something and you zoom in and you're like, oh, that's a weird grid. And you zoom in and you realize it's just farms. And you're like, oh, damn, where am I? Right. Like, Northern Canada or somewhere. Like, fuck, there's loads of farms. I wonder what they're farming. I wish there was like a way that you could, or, or sometimes you see weird stuff like on there. You see like some weird circle or some weird shape or some weird lake or some weird holes. Right. I have no fucking idea what like some of this stuff is and why it's like that or what it is. And I wish there was some sort of interesting like, explanation or wikipedia or reddit or something where people talk about stuff they found on on google maps oh i guarantee and, there's there's a well, community google maps, somewhere google maps has that built in doesn't it you can sometimes people can uh, can like tag parts of the world with pictures and yeah. they link off to wikipedia articles and stuff like that sometimes but not always no but like, i mean if you're looking for like stuff. a like a fucking hole in the middle of a forest like that nobody's ever been to then yeah sure but if you go to places that are uh, more or less well traveled that you'll find lots of information like uh, i got right something for you to fly over sips i got something for you to fly over i would like you to fly over the diavik diamond mine in uh in the northwest territories yeah we've talked about this right before. okay I've we have in the northwest territories yeah it's going to be quite a flight no um, i mean i need to go up that way anyway because i need to do i need to look um i need to survey alaska to find out where dudes in alaska is going to take place so okay that's my a plan, great idea my plan was to take off from anchorage and just okay. survey the land find a good spot to pitch up um, and uh, carve out and have the AI uh, create the game space for the player. Uh, right. Very well, I, I would there. recommend uh, while you're up there, yeah. I know it's a way, but have a little look at the Diavik Diamond Mine because I flew over there on my way to LA one time. Right. And it was mind boggling. Right. And I, I recommend checking it out. I'd be intrigued to see if they've actually rendered it. I doubt it, but it okay. would be interesting to see. Well, some places it's that odd, they have it? rendered, yeah. which you wouldn't maybe think that they had, uh, considering they haven't even done Buckingham Palace or most of London. Right. Uh, I flew to uh, Mont Saint-Michel yesterday, the north beautiful. coast of France. Very beautiful. Oh, yeah. That's all, it's not far that from has all been Jersey, um, uh, done. They've uh, they've done it, and it looks really cool when you fly How over How are they it. doing that in North St. Paul's? Unbelievable. I don't know. I, it's weird because I think when you look on the map um, and you see like the little blue pin drop thing and it's like a point of interest i think those are the ones that they've done pretty much so like if if the game directs you to a location it's more or less because it's done and then you'll notice like around london that nothing is right you, you don't get Mont any Saint of michel is really cool. yeah Mont Saint michel is amazing yeah really cool. all right so there, there is a thing that you can do on the internet called web sdr okay and it's a basically you go onto this website and it's got radio um receivers 
all over the world that right. have a little website. And you can go to there on the web and tune and listen uh, to the local radio stations, which sounds incredibly nerdy and weird, but I, I like to do it just to see right. what's going on. Like I'll go, there, there's tons of them all, all over the fucking world. And one of the things that happens is when you're tuning around, sometimes you'll find some lads on a ham radio having a chat. It's, it's quite weird because they tend to be middle-aged guys. They tend to have jobs where they're on their own a lot and they've got their ham radio going and they're just having these quite sad conversations. And I kind of thought that's like the Triforce podcast before the internet was just three blokes talking, but they'd had no idea if anyone was listening in. Here's me listening in on this web interface, listening to them talk. All right, Pete, I understand you had to take the car in to be repaired. Oh yeah, it cost me, I think it was 80 pounds. Hold on, I'll get the receipt. <laughs> It was 90 pounds. Unbelievable. Look at that. Well, you have a good evening then. And th then they'll sort of have a chat. And there's these what, these two guys I was listening to. What's wrong with it? They're good. What's wrong with the car? No, th it doesn't matter. Uh, th that part of the Are conversation anywhere, I didn't you're hear. You're near, near Taunton. Because if you bring it into uh, to this garage, well, uh, uh, my mate Joe do it do it cheap. What's wrong with it? Th then there'll be like a one minute pause. Sorry, sorry, Dan, I was getting a cup of tea. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> what about radio etiquette, though? I thought they were supposed to, like, say, copy and uh, over and all that. Uh, Large March, this is uh, Pee Wee Herman, uh, copy. <laughs> like, they, I thought they had to have all the, the radio stuff I in there. I think that's only if you if there's going to be other people on the frequency. Oh. That would, be, that would be the etiquette. But these guys are literally ham radio, and they're just like... They have a frequency that it's almost like having a like, WhatsApp group. Right? Yeah, it's, so it's like, like a bulletin board service or yeah, something. So yeah. it's like you just go on there and say, and these guys leave their ham radio on all the time on that frequency ready and their mates know what frequency. So it's like a chat room. You know, it's literally like you drop in on that frequency and you say, all it's right. It's like having a walkie talkie. Yeah. Dan, you're there. It's Pete. A minute goes fast. All right, Pete. Yeah, Dan here. How's it going, mate? You know, it's it's like that. It oh, was just man. it was quite sweet and a little sad. I thought it was quite. It's like it's it's like he's underneath the car and he has to like <laughs> wheel himself out and you know <laughs> go over to it, Jesus. take the gloves off. Exactly. But these Jesus two guys, Christ. they they were trying to say goodbye, and it was like he'd say the one of the guy would go like, "Well, it's getting late now, Dan. I'm gonna call it a night. I've got to get up early tomorrow. All right, I'll see you tomorrow, mate." Yeah, bye, Dan. I'll see you tomorrow, mate. You know, that reminds me. Do you remember last August? And then, and then that'll go into conversation that lasts another couple of minutes. The other guy's desperately trying to get off the line. The other guy's just not getting it. I was like, just change the frequency, dude. Just pretend some transistor blew up and just go like, you're breaking up there, Dan. Oh, I'm losing the signal. <laughs> like, just go to bed. But he was so polite, he wouldn't end it. It was just bizarre. I, I, I sometimes get a text from someone, right, like late at night. Is it me? And it's me, isn't it? No, no not usually. No. Okay. But uh, well, I get a WhatsApp message, right? right? And it'll be like a question, something important, or I don't know, something, something important. And I'll see like a notification for it that doesn't come up as me having read it, you see? Right. So usually the notification is like, Enough to make me realize that I don't want to. <laughs> you don't want to handle deal this with now, this. right? Yes. Yeah. Or even reply to it. So I just pretend that I have. Obviously, I don't open WhatsApp and read it because then it would show that it'd been read. Yes. So I just let them think it hasn't been read yeah. and that I've gone to bed. Um, sneaky, and then, very sneaky. And then, but morning. what you're doing is you're WhatsApping all of your bitches from different area codes all night long, <laughs> and they are none the wiser. Clever. Exactly. Clever. That's how I do. That's how I. He sips is onto me. I'm sure Clever. everyone else does that as well. It's not just me. No, nope, um, I don't. I'm perfect. I, I, I've, I, I don't. Tr I don't try not to take stress. I, d I try not to check my emails after about nine o'clock at night as well, because you right. know. It's not always going to be something to worry about. I never about, get but any, like sometimes so it's, it's not like... a problem for me. I rarely, people rarely make contact with me. I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm an asshole or there's always people unappealing, with some uh, sort of but... problem. Some people have always fallen out over something, or someone's right. got a problem with something. And it's always usually a trivial or an easy explanation. Mm. But there's certain people who are like, you know, and I'm just like sometimes I just don't want to join them in the worrying about it. I don't know. After like a certain amount of time. Um, yeah, it's weird. 
That's what happens when happen. you're the boss, though. It can it can be quite stressful. Mm. So, you know, you know if you what you need to do, Lewis? You don't want to read at midnight and you're like up until 3 a.m. worrying about it. It's like, oh. You need to insulate yes. yourself, right? You need to. That's why you have to have a hierarchy. A bubble. Bubble boy. Well, yeah, bubble. below you bubble. so that you only talk to one person. And that one person can be trusted to filter out all the nonsense, mm. right? That's mm. why they have, you know, like a corporate structure, for example. CEO doesn't want to have to talk to like the 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 tea lady, you know. She has to talk to her superior, who then talks to his superior, who then talks to her superior, who is then the right hand man of the CEO. So, Lewis. do you think one of the, do you think one of the reasons people don't message you, Sips, is uh, that as you you know stated earlier, you're you're a big deal, and so people seem same with Lewis. I think uh, although because he works in an office, people feel they can approach him. Because you work alone, uh, people are maybe intimidated to contact you, and they think I don't want well, to. I, I think uh, him. I, I think they think this guy is like that guy from Lost with the eye patch. He's a bit of a lone wolf. He's a bit dangerous. Uh, I'm not <laughs> too sure how to handle him. So they just think I'm just going to stay away. Right. But actually, I'm a young, lovable, huggable type of guy. But uh, they just never take the time to get to know me like that. The gruff exterior that you the gruff present, exterior puts them off. If they could get past that, they'd find a heart of gold. That's right. But then also, I don't want them to find that side of it because the news will spread like wildfire and mm. all of a sudden I'm going to be like some, you know, Mother You'll Teresa be figure. In. Yeah. Every, everybody's going to be wanting a piece of me because, you know, I'm like this like really, really nice decent guy but you know i need to i need to make sure that nobody finds that out about me okay so that's why i that's very smart like a, that's very like a, smart a gigantic prick i think so that's that <laughs> it puts people off i think that's how bosses and owners maintain not being bothered by day-to-day -day shit yeah by just someone comes in with some day-to-day -day shit get your analyst your goddamn self what am i paying you for johnson you know it's like yeah if you give them shit about it about a few things they won't they'll handle everything else and you yes. can be like, "Phew, I don't have to worry about profits this exactly. year." That's not my You got to make your life yeah. easier, right? You got you you got to you got to cut down the amount of you need some interaction, but there's there's such a thing as too much interaction. Mm. You know what I mean? I do. When somebody's coming into your office when you're in the middle of doing like a huge deal uh, and they're like, "Oh, you know, there's a drop of urine on the toilet or something." You just think, "Well, not my problem." That's not my problem, yeah. you know? You know Deal what? You that. know what? My uh, my favorite headphones broke yesterday. Just as I finished playing Microsoft Flight Simulator, they they were only one ear was working. They went from. Did you? Uh, I heard. I heard that you rage quit out of Flight Simulator. No, I was just bored. Oh right, okay. I was just bored. Right. Um, and I I mean I crashed into the shot. I was like I was annoyed that they hadn't rendered London properly because that was the one thing I really wanted to fly over was London. Yeah. And uh, and Bournemouth. And I was like, those are the two things. <laughs> That I really want yeah, to everybody fly wants to fly over the place that they live currently and then the places they used to live, yeah, right? Yeah, Bournemouth, like, I understood. Like, that's a small town. It's not a big deal. They'll get to it eventually, right? But London, to not even bother with that, that pissed me off. So I was like, if I, if I can't even fly over the city I've lived in most of my life, what's the point? So I just thought, ah, I can't be bothered. Uh, and the, the height mapping thing, I, I kind of thought they haven't, they haven't, they're not there yet. I'll try it in, nah. a, in a year or so, and it'll be much. It's better, early I'm days. Sure, yeah. yeah, it'll be much better for sure. My, but 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 as soon as I turned the game off, my headphones stopped working. Only one ear was working. The left ear was working. My beloved Biodynamic DT990 Pro headphones, which I've had for a few years, best headphones I've ever owned. And I thought oh, it must be a software thing. Fucking Microsoft, typical. It wasn't. It was a hardware thing. They chose that exact moment to die, oh, which shit. kind of tainted my opinion of the game because all i can think of is that i had to buy another another pair i'm using my old headphones which are super uncomfortable and uh yeah so it kind of affected my enjoyment of the game somewhat unfairly but the, but it did yeah work. that them's the break sometimes yeah. guys i have uh, some big news actually which oh, i should have shared at the start of the podcast but i was too busy talking about farting and getting carried away uh about that story okay. about the protesting pistol man i've just been uh, i've just been reading a wikipedia article about lost for the last right. 20 minutes wait, wait, wait. Right. after you mentioned it we've got, we've got to hear the story we've got to hear the story go on gold sips i got a new car oh what yeah i picked it up yesterday it's not it's not brand new it's used but it's almost new electric it's a 20 it no no oh you said you're gonna get electric car. we're not there yet we're not there yet the technology isn't there it's, it's like vr helmets no, <laughs> it's not it's quite just, there it's not the right time 
for for my family to get an electric car. We still want to get one. On Jersey. We're going to get an electric car. We've got big plans. We're going to get an electric car. We're going to get solar panels on our roof. We're going we're going to go the whole 9 yards. But 2020 is not the year that we're going to be doing okay. it. Okay. Yeah, fair. Okay. We're deferring. Okay. We're going to we're going to delay the plans a bit cuz there's other plans afoot. So, we've had to settle in the meantime for a 2015 Renault Scenic. <laughs> what what's it like? <laughs> Beautiful. Oh, it's fucking nice. It's really nice. It feels like um, it feels a lot newer than my old car, which was Renault Scenic. A, oh. a 2001. Oh, it's a real dad car. Oh, it's a family car. Yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah, it's a dad car. Yeah. It yeah. is a dad car, but it's got all. It's got it's got air conditioning oh. that works, which is great. What was your old car then if it didn't have air conditioning? It's a 2001 um, Renault Scenic, ah. which did have air conditioning. It just didn't work. Ah. It was, it was broken. Yeah, your old car was a piece of shit, Sips. Holy it it shit. really was, yeah. We finally got rid of it. It was, on, it was on, the, on the brink of death, so we had to, we had to act fast. It was really saw... hanging on by its fingertips. The yeah. thing is, like, I get quite attached to my cars. Like, I, I, I... I don't know, though. Sips's car was like a fucking shit apocalypse pickup car that you used like, to transport you from a house to a gas station and you yeah, abandoned it. it was, you know, I'm, not, like, I'm not kidding. That was, that was my first car and I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. I liked it as well. I liked my car too, but I, it was time to move on. You know, like everything, all things must pass, right? And Don't be it sad. Was time for the that car. That thing was shit. I hate no. it. No, yeah. cars have you'll a love little, the new one. Cars have Lewis, a little personality. You will love the new one. Okay. <laughs> have you ever the new owned one a car, has, Lewis? The new one oh, has fuck, a computer in it. Cars. It's got like fucking built-in TomTom uh, satellite navigation, which I don't need over here. Uh, it has. I was. I drove it this morning. <laughs> I had to go run an errand. Um, get into the car. Drive an errand, I guess. The car picked up my phone on Bluetooth. Okay, this is new to me. Hello, Chris. And I was able to listen Welcome to... Welcome to the car. Yeah. Welcome to Would the you like to listen to the Moana soundtrack no, again? No. <laughs> You've listened to it for 57 times in no, the last 24 no hours. No longer. Now, we're all about Ghostface Killer artist radio on Spotify. Thanks to the power of Bluetooth, I can listen to internet music in my car i'm amazed that this is like you can tune into the ham radio this is new for me this is new for me it's exciting when you have this stuff like i i I remember that i've got a cash guy at the moment it has all these features you're mentioning and i love them all they're great yeah but it's all old technology because it's not a new car but it feels so exciting to have that when your previous car didn't have any of those fucking things it was a real old banger right with nothing like that most of the windows didn't even work right we had we had these electric sunroofs then they were jammed they didn't even work (laughs) like it was just the worst everything was just breaking down i had a a crv uh, um which was a, a honda crv a great car they're really really good but yeah it just had a cd player it had no yeah. it was like in order to get um your phone to play music through the car we had to buy it looks like a cassette tape with a cord it on had it. a cassette tape thing with a with a usb lead right and plug that yeah. in and that yeah. had to plug into the cigarette um uh lighter the the socket for that via a special adapter so you had like this mass of wires just to make music come out of the car one of the speakers didn't work so the music only came out of my side and it was all these little things you just get by. It's like you, you just learn to put up with your your car's foibles and the things that it's not great at. And that's why I think that people, we we, we do imbue our car with personality. We do love them because they do yeah. their fucking job. They may not do it flashy style, but when you get in your car and you turn the, turn the, the key and it starts and it takes you where you want to go, it's you love it. It's reliable, yeah. dependable, and it is. Yeah, there's nothing better than a really yeah. reliable car that never lets you down. Yeah, well, that my old car felt like that, and but the new car I think is going to be pretty good too. We're, we like it so far. It's nice if they can do. It's both. got some nice, yeah. nice features that we're not used to that we're really excited about. Like we took the kids to to feed the ducks yesterday because my wife wanted to like test out the car right because she needs to drive it um too and she you know she was just like it's new i'm not used to it or whatever let's just go for a drive it's like okay so we we went for a drive and um the it's got like built-in um 
you know, like uh, sun sun guard things, like into the windows, right? That sort of like roll you just down. them down, yeah, yeah, yeah. They roll down into the door and stuff. So my kids were like playing with that, with that, like they had all these buttons. The back, it's not a toy. But, uh, well, yeah, I was saying that a lot as well. It was getting kind of annoying because you know, we just got the car. <laughs> I know, and I, you know, I just we've had the car for an hour and Such it's already trashed. Like, what's going on? I was getting so I pissed. I knew it. I was getting so oh. pissed off. I'm not going to be able to tell any difference from the old car when I get no, there. No, it's I? already because because we, we went to go feed the ducks. It was all muddy, so like the fucking floor of the car is already plastered in like dried up mud and rocks and stuff. Well, and, uh, I'd like to say to everyone listening to this while driving, give, give your give your car's dashboard a little pat. Yeah, say thank you. I, if you've got a, a name for the car, say it. I ha I have a, I, I've had names for all of my cars. Uh, just give them a little pat and say thanks because they. As I, soon as you name something, you fucking it it it, it starts to have a life of its own. This is how we're gonna have the machines rise up against us, P Flex. No, this is how it starts. We don't uh, we don't do that with uh, with our car and stuff like that, but we do that with our pets. It's like a, a family <laughs> really? thing. Really? That's yeah, weird. So like the the big thing now is that we forgot to tell Terry that we got a new car and he's on vacation right now. He's at my in-laws. I have to go pick him up on Friday. So my kids and my wife are worried that he's going to be mad because we didn't tell him we got a new car and I have to go pick him up in the mm. new car and bring him back. Right. So like it, it's just like this funny thing, right? Like they almost like... They build him up to be like a like a person, sort of like yeah, to give yeah. him a personality that he may or may not have, sort of thing. So you're it, treating your pets even higher than your car. Well, I, which yeah, right, rightfully so, I think. What's yeah. the uh, what's the name of your car? I think we should name it now, or maybe the audience. Should. I didn't. I haven't named my car. It, you you can't just come up with one. It has to. It's you a can't. developing thing. Yeah. Like my my first car, the the VW Golf. He was the Red Baron because he was red. No, it's like it's like a it's like a little nickname that pops up. Yeah, but it's not a developing. It, no, no, thing. It, it's like it comes, it's like a it spur of the moment. No, it's part of it's the like car's one personality. Time, he, one time I ran over a carrot, so you know it's called yeah, carrot. Yeah, so you call it carrot, carrot crusher. It's or... like I think when you name your car something and you give it like uh, you hype it up to have like this like interesting lore and backstory and stuff, it turns into one of those situations, kind of like Ratty and the Nonce from uh, Afterlife. You know, like it, it to 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 the inner circle uh, involved, it means something, and to everybody else, they're just like, "What the fuck?" Like, yeah, like, oh yeah, let's get the Red Baron. Oh, oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, the Red Baron, and then everybody else is like, "There's like oh. lore that comes attached <laughs> yeah, to the, the car." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's like it's hard to explain, but you know, it's like you. Like you and your gang sort of like big something up, but nobody else has any context yeah. for it, sort of thing. That's part of the attachment. I, I like that. I like that. That's good. Fucking Red Baron. Oh man, he was a, he was a he was a fucking handful. He gave me gave me problems. Get that get that fucking handful on the he road. Broke you know? down on me multiple times. Really? Bless him. Yeah. Fuck. It was very old. It was a 1986 Golf that had spent 20 years in over 20 years in a lady's shed on. She was from Jersey. We we have definitely spoken about this before. We have, yeah. Jesus. And, and he, she just had it in her garage. It had a lot of mold on it. Right. A lot of it. A lot of it didn't work. But the tape deck worked, and it went fairly fast. And it was a golf, which is the, you know, they're fun to drive. It was an automatic. Um, it was uh, everything it was, was given broken. a new lease of life. Yeah, after... and I, I like took him out before. You know, I took him out. He'd been at out to pasture for such a long time took the red baron out and he he did make some pretty big drives um but he did die but we replaced him with sven a saab 93 best car i ever owned fantastic wonderful car uh loved sven but he died as well sold him what, to a lad what kind of features did that one have did you what do you inside? mean he died did you put him down did you like did you, did you drive him off a cliff it, no 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 like, did he have a heart had, attack had, and die surrounded by his family it had in hospital it had very good climate control it had a, a cd multi cd changer it was like a six cd changer or something which at the time you know i didn't have a ipod or anything so i think climate control is incredible oh it's great it was so oh. cool in that car it was all leather interior yeah. incredibly Ooh, fast car incredibly fast very nice beautiful so he he died because um, the every time he went over a speed bump it creaked and the mechanic was like what's happened here is the chassis of the car is actually cracked and that creaking is the the car actually giving up and dying and it's like such a big structural problem 
you're gonna have to have it put down. So I was like, okay. So we we had Sven scrapped. How much longer does he have? <laughs> no, that Jim? was literally my question. He was like, he could go at any time. It's I was like, about seven, uh, six or seven months at the most. So he, oh, he, God. he I, was, I was driving through Shepherd's Bush, and it, Sven just conked out in the middle of a crossroads. Wouldn't come Fuck. back on. Had to wait a second. The mobilizer had gone on him. He came back to life. Luckily, it could have been really bad. So that it could at have that been point, worse. What if it was like at a train crossing exactly. that he conked out, and you had to evacuate, and then the train came by? No, I couldn't, couldn't have handled that. It would have been terrifying. Smash the shit out of him. It would yeah. have been horrible. So we scrapped him, and I traded him. Part of the part of the trade was I got a, a Honda Accord uh, from this guy. It was like a Honda Accord Estate, and that was the green machine because this thing had like one hundred and fifty thousand miles on it. Stank of oil because the the guy's brother had used it tr to transport car parts up and down the motorway for years. This thing was incredible. We drove to Luxembourg the day after I got this car and the exhaust fell off halfway there. Like the, <laughs> the exhaust Jesus. literally split. And when that happens, the car still runs, but it, the noise it makes is unbelievable because the muffler's gone. Like the, the bit that baffles the sounds, like a silencer on the end of a gun. When that's gone, it just goes <laughs> So we're driving through these really quiet Luxembourgish towns and people are turning their heads like, oh, what's this sports car coming around the corner? This thing's so loud. And there comes this beaten up old Honda Accord. <laughs> like that, it was amazing. Fuck. So yeah, he, he lasted a little while and then we got the CRV um e honda named after the, the street fighter character and uh he was very good and now we're on erica she's the cash guy she's fantastic so nice. yes yeah, what what year is your cash guy i, 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 I rented know. a cash guy one time and they were it was pretty nice it's a actually. really nice car. wow yeah. this is a this is a very ham radio chat you guys it are is. fucking engaged but i in guarantee Holy you shit. that there will be people out there who are nodding along with this because when you own a car and and love it you never forget. Everyone's got stories and attachments to their cars. It's a very special thing that people own. It's true. If yeah. only I owned a really good car. <laughs> that would be One something. day, P Flex. People one day, keep saying you can like, own a Renault Scenic. Well, I was oh. when I was saying about electric cars not being like big enough for like a family car. Everybody's like, "Well, you get the Tesla or something, something or other." And it's like, well. Man, those are brand new and expensive. Like, yeah. I, I didn't want a brand new expensive car. Like, I'm fine just getting a use. Like, I'm not really into cars, you know? Like, uh, like how many, like, many miles like, do you do a year, do you think? Oh, I don't know. I Like, I, I have no clue. How big's like, Jersey? I, like, everything was in, everything's been in half an hour. Right. I do like two to 3,000 miles a year, which is nothing. Like, yeah. well, that, that's the, when, they, when the insurance company says, how many miles do you do a year? And I tell them two or 3,000, it's like, oh. Like the category for that is like zero to, to five thousand. Like fuck all. Like there's a category yeah. for that. I I don't drive my car very often, but when we do, it's like to go on holiday or something like that. So it's got sure. It's got a nice a nice thing about it. You drive down to Bristol once a year. Uh, more than that, I I I would have I would have come maybe, down maybe uh, already this year. But uh, I would have. But uh, fucking uh, you guys had this fucking, coronavirus. Uh, fucking uh, my. <laughs> Fucking hippopotamus was on fire. I, somebody has to fucking extinguish it. I just couldn't make it, all right? All right, that's enough podcast. Thank you, everybody. Uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks for Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.